1: Welcome to the Witcher Lorecast, where we take a look into the vast universe of the Witcher, such as the games, books, shows, and so much more. Welcome back, Witchers, to another episode of the Witcher Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Temeria, and always with me is my good friend, Toasty. How are you, Toasty?
0: very tired. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we we're both very tired. So we're, we're going to get through get through this bestiary for this week as we are still in October and I know toast, you did hint to what we're talking about this week last week. What are we t- going over this week?
0: Well, I think last week I said water hags and grave hags. I lied.
1: <laughs> what? Just just water
0: hags. <laughs> just water hags. Oh. Okay. Just water hags. <laughs> Half tell the truth. You know, you realize as you're doing stuff, you're like, hmm If I was to do both of these things To be a lot. I don't know how it'd work out. Plus I'm gonna be like it took me a minute to find like kinda the uh, to do a lot, like the research for The real world mythology for this stuff because ironically enough they don't really have anything to do with like hag mythology
1: interesting
0: I know it's weird right which I mean yes there's technically speaking you could but if you were going to look at the more specific like more correct mythology hags is not it but we'll get to that later fair enough but as per usual we start this with the best theory entry um water hags are specifically a witcher 3 only monster that do not show up in the others so as for the best theory entry folks say water hags are drowners wives if that be true taint no wonder taint no wonder they're such ornery bitches (laughs) which I would like to put taint uh, apostrophe t a i n apostrophe T what a f- <laughs> fucking choice of contractions, bro. Uh, and this is from Shimmel of Dregston. Some tales mentioned water hags and swamp bents masquerading as lost old women to lure travelers back to the rickety shacks they build in the wetlands. In truth, Only a blind man or a sighted man blinded with drink could mistake the rank sludge and rotting carrion of a water hag's den for a cozy cottage and the hideous hag herself for an innocent grandmother. Their wrinkled, wart-covered bodies stand nearly two yards tall with skin the color of a long-dead cadaver and stinking of muck and fish. Bony growths two spans long stick out from their backs with hair like a tangle of seaweed and claws that would make a werewolf proud completing the picture.
1: Yeah. Um, if you haven't played The Witcher 3, or you have, and you see one of these, there is no distinction between a sweet old grandmother and a water hang.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's... it's, it's- this, they're miles apart, honestly. It's it's,
1: it's <laughs> yeah, no. And gray hat grave hags are as bad, or I don't, I don't know if they're worse than water hags.
0: I think I would like to say worse, specifically because they have like their weird ass tongues.
1: True, that's fair. Okay, at least water yep. hag doesn't. Have they just throw mud.
0: Yeah, it's just mud. <laughs> so I would I would classify Grave Hag as worse personally, but save that for another time. Um, they are of the class Necrophage. Uh, they have the variations of a baya, bilge hag and swamp Bents A occur and Velen white orchard and skellia. They're susceptible to northern wind, necrophage oil, quin and igni. Uh, Their tactics are to throw mud to temporarily obstruct vision, dives down through shallow water, and reappears behind the enemy that also has a footing on the shallow water. Uh, You can loot monster saliva, monster tongue, venom extract, water essence, water hag mutagen, and water hag tooth. So, not nearly as much diversity as far as the monster parts as last week's slizzards. Yeah,
1: they have, you know, every single monster part known to man. And one carcass, and it's like, geez, okay.
0: I think I tried to say it all with one breath last time, and I couldn't do it so much. Water hags, like the drowners and swamp bents with whom they often share hunting grounds, dwell near shallow streams, rivers, and wetlands. Though bulky, they are excellent swimmers. They can even swim through thick mud with astonishing agility, surfacing behind their victims to attack them with their sickle-shaped claws. They're also able to form this mud into balls, which they toss to temporarily blind opponents. Water <laughs> hags are particularly active and dangerous during rainstorms, conditions which furthermore hinder the use of the igni sign, usually the most effective weapon against all moisture loving creatures.
1: <laughs> yep. Always use igni.
0: Yeah. I always thought that was weird, though. It's like you figure if they were like a moist creature that Igni would be less effective.
1: Yeah, but to to where well, Igni would dry out their skin, which then would cause them harm when they're constantly moist, mm. typically.
0: That's fair. That's fair. You know, I guess drying them out is a good good way to do it.
1: And it if has... you're in Valen, you're always going to see these things.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially yeah, in Crookback
1: Bog. They're yeah everywhere. Shouldn't be the only
0: hag you see in back Bobby I mean, What? Uh <laughs> uh so as for fighting them, uh Water Hags can swim through mud as well as water to ambush their prey. You can slow the water hag down with Iardan. A clever witcher can catch a hag with Iriden just as it bursts from the ground, allowing plenty of time to savage it with their silver sword. The brutal power of a water hag may be familiar to those who have faced a grave hag, but possibly more threatening is their ability to throw balls of mud at the faces of their opponents in order to blind them, and they do this with frightening accuracy. Witchers must keep their eyes focused on a water hag attempting this maneuver so they can evade it with time to spare. What you're making weird faces here, Ben. What's up?
1: Yeah, um I don't know how, I don't I don't know if the more threatening ability to throw m- balls of mud is compared to that of what we said earlier as the I, grave hags like lashing tongue.
0: I, fi- I mean to be fair, right, like in a sense of like when you're fighting monsters like this, like losing your vis- like vision would would be the death of like an individual. Not right? True. Like, That's fair. Like like as far as like the threat of it, I can see it as being more threatening. But the tongue is gross. Like it's yeah. more gross. And I'd it poisons you in... Yeah. So like I'd rather be hit by a ball of mud than poisoned by a like zombie tongue game. And like uh... Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm good. <laughs>
0: Uh, Water Hags have been known to work alongside Drowners, making these Ancient Hags some of the most dangerous monsters. In these situations, it may help to carry Dragon's Dream Bombs. Combining them with a shot of Igni may set the Hag and the Drowners on fire. Northern Wind Bombs are another way to contain a Water Hag, freezing them and making them more susceptible to physical harm. Axie also works quite well on the Water Hag to stun it, letting you land multiple attacks on them.
1: <clears throat> that's good to know to, I mean I will say for this though Dragon's Dream and Northern Wind are you have to go and like loot things constantly just to find those manuscripts or buy them and if you don't start with the game with very little money so you're not buying these and they're expensive but I feel like
0: it's easy to make money
1: oh it is It it <clears throat> is just I make mean, sure uh, you don't get, you know, uh, attacked by the tax collector if you sell cow hides.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, don't, don't try to abuse that. Um, but I guess in the sense that yeah, you do have to like search around more in order to come across these like bomb schematics more uh, more easily. So that's fair. Is a, a trade off with it. Um, So they actually have a bit of a description as well in the uh, World of the Witcher compendium. Ben's looking up.
1: Yep, I'm looking at my copy.
0: I was like, yeah, he has it. (laughs) Uh, The water hags are naiads who fell in love with mortal men and thus lost their eternal youth does not happen often, for water nymphs are fickle creatures that rarely have any concern for the young men they seduce. Still, sometimes a nymph will truly feel for a man, and then, in accordance with the ancient mystical laws of her people, she becomes subject to the flow of time. Because she is a magical being, she cannot die, but she does age, growing more and more decrepit until she finally becomes a water hag. Then on moonlit nights she comes to the lakeside and weeps for her lost youth. Though her body is wizened and ancient, she still likes to dance naked in the moonlight and take immoral proposals and make immoral proposals to any passing youth she meets. I don't I don't like the last line.
1: Do I don't know? either.
0: That makes me uncomfortable.
1: It, yeah, um Yeah. Okay.
0: But you know, I guess yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I don't the tongues, right? I'll take that. I'll yeah, winning, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. I don't want it They say immoral proposals. It was just like like No, right, never mind. I don't want to think about I, it. I
1: was, I don't either
0: I was like I was like I was trying to think of a way that doesn't make this sound as creepy as it sounds. And I can't think of a way. No, so, because it
1: is as creepy as it sounds.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, As said previously, there is specifically a uh, unique variation called Abaya um, who has this bestiary entry. Seen a lot of ugly critters in me life. Mores, lampreys, blobfish, but never nothing like this. Just like the state. Like for the... that. Those are some ugly things. Like it's right. Blobfish. This man has seen a blobfish in his lifetime. That's that's so specific. Um, but Bjorg Kertrolda shipbuilder. The the bay below Kertrolda had a pernicious reputation. At times, fishermen who chose to cast their nets in its waters would never come home again. Something would drag oarsmen off their longships or knock the ships themselves over. The locals blamed this on sea devils, the Skelliger's name for drowners. The truth, however, proved far worse. Damn, I'm struggling today. A water hag had made her lair in the caves beneath the cliffs of Kirag. An old and experienced water hag, with powerful claws able to demolish any attempt to block or parry, and the ability to blind opponents from a distance, then strike with a lightning quick counterattack. Signs would be needed to best her, Yerdin to slow her, and Quinn to protect from her blows. Needed most of all, however, would be a great deal of luck. The Witcher, though, never was one to count on luck alone. Instead, he pulled a few tricks from up his sleeve to even the odds. By masking his scent, he managed to catch the monster by surprise and slay it. And the only uh, difference that Abaya offers, as far as loot goes, is a Water Hack trophy. And I think even has less loot variety as a regular Water Hack.
1: Yeah, I believe so, if I recall. Um, cause that's the one that's like the witcher contract. That's literally right outside, uh, care trolled, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, which is typically one of like your first witcher contracts that you can do when you first get to Skellige next to, is there, I think there's a unique siren that you can go after. That's pretty close nearby. I think. I might be thinking on a different part of an island. Someone
0: that close, I feel like is on a different island.
1: That but might be a different island. Uh, Skellige is just a bunch of different it's the islands. The hardest place to navigate It the is the
0: entirety of The Witcher 3 like is yeah, no. Nah, I applaud
1: everyone who gets every question mark on in in Skellige cuz that's a lot. <laughs>
0: I mean, I have, but you oh, know, well, it takes a minute. I have, <clears throat> I have
1: yet to do all that, which I, really, yeah, I have yet to do every single question mark.
0: I'm, I'm like a completionist though, so like, I like to do all the things. It just takes a while because you have to like boat around. It is a pain, yeah. So we'll say that. But you know, I, I think I've only done that on one playthrough, though. I will, I will say that much. I, I can't. It's not something I can do on every playthrough. That's too much.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, my current playthrough, I am, I think, like, level 8 right now. And I figured out where you can get the Witcher Netflix quest. It's a level 15 quest right side near, uh, I think it's somewhere near Novigrad on the outskirts that you deal with. So they do some lore reasons behind why the armor is different and why the medallion is different, which is really nifty. I like how they did that.
0: It's fair. I don't I haven't played since like they did the next gen updates, so at least not enough to see any differences, I'll say <laughs> yeah,
1: there's, so. there's a quite a few differences. They did fix some quests that were like completely broken for years and they they finally fixed.
0: <laughs> oh that's nice. Yeah. I'll get back to it eventually. It's just like we were in, we're just in we're just an era of a plethora of games, good games to play, so
1: Yep. That we are we're in a very good plethora of games right now. And if you are in medieval fantasy or RPGs as a whole, but you know for a fact Baldur's Gates three is literally ruined everyone's lives. Yes, it has in a good way. It really
0: has. <laughs> it took the gaming industry by storm and has <laughs> just taken over everything.
1: Yes. But uh, with the that, with the water hags, we are going to take a quick mid-break and be right back. Very well. Let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. hmm Great.
0: Let me go prepare my something oil then.
1: All right, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything with the lore cast that has nothing to do with the Witcher lore. And <laughs> oh, I know. And uh, I want to thank everybody who supports us. I want to thank all of our patrons. Uh, I especially our higher vampire Jared M. Thank you. And uh, if you want to become a patron, you can become a patron at patreoncom Lorecast, where you can get ad-free episodes, or even join us at the end of the month on an episode, which will be in like two weeks for us. Mm-hmm. So 30th. the thirtieth, 30th. The before Halloween. Yes. So <laughs> if you want to join us the day before Halloween and have a spooky October patron chat feel free to sign up and join us and let us know what you want to talk about. Uh, You can also support us on a few other ways on Spotify and Apple. If you leave a five-star review on Apple, we'll read it out loud next time on the show, as well as a comment on an episode on Spotify. Uh, We don't have any reviews or comments this week, sadly, but there's always next week. And then you can also find us on a few different Discord servers. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net, as well as my Discord server, the Ben and Friends podcasting server, where you can find this show as well as the other shows that I host. And, oh, And one thing, if you are listening to this and are on Twitch, please go follow my Twitch channel at Ben of Tamaria on Twitch. I am literally two followers away from getting affiliated on Twitch. So please go help me out. It would be mean so much to me. And uh, that's all I have.
0: I don't got anything. I don't do anything (laughs) special.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is what it is. But uh, with that being said, we are going to now get to real-world mythology. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's on your Right, yeah. Alright. We're back. So, real-world... Now I'm I'm curious because we're not dealing with hags.
0: Yeah, so I mean we've obviously there's got to be a little bit for like hag stuff. Um, you know, I mean they wouldn't call them water hags for no reason. So I we talked a little bit about I think, well, I don't know the specific episode, but way back when when season two was happening, we talked about uh, Baba Yaga in relation to. Uh, whatever the hell her fucking name was in the show, I can't remember. So, we talked about hags a little bit. I don't. I can't remember her name. I just can't so remember. Yeah, season it's not two. Season is, two is not important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll rewatch season one over and over because it's great. Then might watch season two and then season three because season three is great. Yeah, but but we'll mm.
0: we'll get into. I, I'm not gonna. We will get into hags eventually when we talk about a very specific trio of individuals uh, at some point in time. Ben knows what I'm talking about. Yes, Hopefully yes, I you do. do too. But for now, uh, we're going to talk about the more accurate uh, mythology pool for them. Uh, before, But before we get to that... Since the World of the Witcher compendium uh, mentioned that they were once naiads, I figured we'd talk a little bit about naiads. So uh, naiads um, are from Greek mythology. Uh, they, and they were the innumerable daughters of the Potomoi. Uh, they were freshwater nymphs, nymphs being like nature spirits, but nymphs more more specifically uh, keyed to, like, the forest and the wilderness, not quite aquatic settings. Um, the naiads were closely associated with a manner of freshwater sources, fountains, lakes, springs, rivers, and wetlands. Um, and were classified differently based on their domains. So the the crinae um, were the naiads of fountains and wells. The Limna- limnades uh, or uh were the the naiads of lakes. The pegae is the naiads of springs. Um, P- Potomides. Were rivers and Ilomen, Iloiname, can't even.
1: That's all. That's, that's so many. Hey, you're doing battles. better. You're doing better than e, me because I wouldn't Eloinime, be
0: able to. Eloiname were the wetlands, um, and I feel like the wetlands are probably the more specific ones that we probably would pull from here because water hags are normally like swamp based um, most of the time. Whenever we encounter them. Um, the one, uh, Abaya is a bit differently, and it would probably be more closely associated with Oceanoid, oceanids, which were like naiads, but specifically like saltwater spirits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as with all nymphs in Greek mythology, the naiads were depicted as beautiful maidens, often shown with a pitcher, as the naiads were thought to carry water for their parents. Naiads were not. Necessarily considered to be immortal, for they would live and die alongside their water source. So, if a spring dried up, the associated naiad was, was thought to die. Naiads were also thought to have a finite lifespan, although Plutarch did suggest that this lifespan was nine thousand seven hundred and twenty years. That's such a specific that, number. <laughs> that is
1: very specific. Like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's a, that's a while though. Like, oh yeah, you
1: still you still live for a pretty long while.
0: Yeah, aside from bringing the bringing forth of water, Nians were also considered protectors of young maidens. Additionally, their waters were also yeah, their waters were also often thought to be able to heal or aid in prophecy generally speaking the naiads were not considered to be the most helpful of nymphs in greek mythology for they could be vengeful when angered indeed the Eloinome naiads of wetlands did not need a reason to be vengeful and would simply cause individuals to become lost in the swamps i think it's interesting that they were the typically the more unhelpful ones as they relate more closely to a uh, water hags, I, right. in my opinion, yes. Um, naiads would often appear in the retinues of gods, but they were most famous for stories about sex. For the beauty of the naiads was very alluring, which you know is the complete makes... opposite in the Witcher universe. <laughs> yeah, so it's <laughs> <laughs> which I mean, to be fair, as it said in the thing, they used to be like. Uh, naiads, so they used to be beautiful women that fell in love, true, and then because they fell in love, they lost their youth. Um, and there are stories, uh, specifically about, but yeah, so, uh, there was, uh, specifically, um, an example, uh, was the story of Daphnis and Nomia. Um, Daphnis was a shepherd on Sicily, and the naiad Nomia fell in love with them uh, she was faithful to him, but Daphnis was deliberately intoxicated by a princess on Sicily so that she could seduce him. When Nomia found out, she blinded Daphnis. <clears throat> or Daphnis, I guess, might be technically so. But yeah, so this is, yeah, a bit of a vengeful streak in them. Uh, but they did they did fall in love, it seemed, fairly often. Um, but in this situation, if this was the Witcher, they would have fallen in love. And then aged and became a water hag and been even more spiteful.
1: Yep. And then just, you know, start killing people because why not?
0: Why not? Why not? Honestly. So. But that's what we got for naiads. So moving on to um, female swamp demons in Slavic mythology the boginka or divojona, which i did in fact google how to pronounce that hey that's all good
1: because i don't know like you're doing better on pronunciations than i ever done on holocron or final fantasy so
0: (laughs) that's fair well you know normally i'll just try to wing it but this one a word that is spelled d-z-i-w-o-z with a dot above it o-n-a I wouldn't know where to start with that if I didn't figure out or how I'm supposed to pronounce it, which seems to be divojana. But divojana, or mamuna, or boginka, are female swamp demons in Slavic mythology, known for being malicious and dangerous. Lines up. Most at risk of becoming one of these demons after death were thought to be the midwives, old maids unmarried mothers pregnant women who die before childbirth as well as abandoned children born out of wedlock <clears throat> so I mean I see a trend here yeah women uh, women who partook in adultery <laughs> maybe uh, that probably doesn't have anything to do with uh the patriarchy or anything right like
1: no not at all
0: <laughs> uh Divojona were said to live in thickets near rivers, streams, and lakes. According to some, she took the form of an ugly old woman with a hairy body, long straight hair, and a little bit of a graphic thing here, breasts so huge that she used them to wash her clothes. I don't even know how to like how would you do that? Like, as a washboard?
1: I don't Does even know. Guy, I'm not, I don't you know, even want to imagine breasts? it. I don't even want to I, imagine it, because now I'm thinking of water.
0: <laughs> either that, or like they're like prehensile breasts, which then just makes me even more uncomfortable. I don't know. So, <laughs> it's like, mythology is making me uncomfortable. I mean, it's mythology. That's usually what happens. <laughs> That's Although, true. to be fair, in the picture of water hags, they do... Tend to have a little bit of saggy boobs there. So, no,
1: yeah. Yep.
0: Um, on her head, she wore a red hat with a fern twig attached to it. The Vajona was said to kidnap human babies just after they were born and replace them with her own children known as foundlings or changelings. A changeling would be recognized by its uncommon appearance disproportionate body often with some kind of disability as well as its wickedness it had a huge abdomen unusually small or large head a hump thin arms and legs a hairy body and long claws terrifying Can you imagine yeah. like just like you put your baby down for a nap you come back and you see this and you're like whoa Yep. <laughs> no i know mm. it it also prematurely cut its first teeth. I'm trying to figure out what that like cut them out or just cut them. Like, yes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> its behavior was said to be marked with a great spitefulness towards people around it. A fear of its mother, noisiness, reluctance to sleep and exceptional gluttony. As an adult, which was in fact rare, as nearly all changelings were thought to die in early childhood, it was disabled, gibbered instead of talking, and distrusted people. I'm wondering if they were thought to die or if people killed them. Yes. Fair. Again. To protect a child against being kidnapped by a divajana. A mother had to tie a red ribbon around its hand, put a red hat on its head, and shield its face from the light of the moon. Well, there's that, like, moon connection there. Under no circumstances should she wash its nappies after sunset, nor turn her head away from the child when it was asleep. Gosh, that's, like, you have to watch the baby the whole time it's sleeping? That's crazy. Uh, That would... For modern day people would be fucked. There would yep. be no actual babies around. They'd all be they'd all be changelings.
1: Yeah, we would all. Yeah, human race would be no longer a thing.
0: Yeah. Another method of deterring a duvshona was to keep a Saint John's wart flower at home, or to grab it when the danger was direct. This practice is also described in sources describing boginki. However, even if Diva Jona managed to take a baby away, there was still a way to get it back. The mother had to take the changeling to a midden, whip it with a birch twig, and pour water over it from an eggshell, shouting, Take yours! Give mine back! At which point, the Diva normally felt sorry for her offspring and took it away, returning the one she stole. What? Yeah
1: what Uh,
0: yeah
1: that's so specific and odd
0: yeah it is but there's that i mean that as is the trend with these kinds of like mythology things right like that's true it's usually like what you have distracting (laughs) there's something behind ben probably no (laughs) that's not good that's never a good sign
1: nope but that's why i have good hearing because i'm a witcher
0: that's fair enough fair enough but yeah that's about it i will say during my my time i did do a little bit of hag research like i said we will divulge more information on that later uh in a later episode um, but I thought it was funny as I was doing it. I was just like looking, and apparently, like a lot of Hag uh, mythology also has to do with like sleep paralysis and like the the damn. I already forgot. Like the Dumbo domovo- like the the creatures that sat on like people's chests in the middle of the night. Um.
1: Oh shoot! I can't, shoot. Remember, the I can't remember the top of my head.
0: Not Dumbo That's not correct but yeah no I was just thought it was funny we talked about Himes and it's like yeah and then with was it Kiki Mora as well like there's so many things that have to do with this like they originate from the sleep paralysis like monsters so
1: yeah I mean that's how back then they you know people explain things if they didn't know what it was it's a monster
0: yeah so um, and, I, I mean, as we can see with, like, this specific thing, like, you start getting to, I think the St. John's Wort flower is, like, specifically associated with, like, Christianity. Mm-hmm. So we get more into the the situation where I, the, the solutions for your problems were things associating with Christianity or listening to the patriarchy. <laughs> Which often is where most of these kinds of stories lead.
1: Yep. That is, mm. yes, that is true. So, so where are we going next week, Toasty?
0: I mean, I figure it's time to talk about them, right?
1: I mean, this is the month.
0: This is, this is the month. They are, I would say, arguably the scariest motherfuckers in the entire Witcher franchise.
1: Yeah. Um, and it, Yes, because you fight them. Mo- uh, you can fight them in various different ways, depending on the ending you get.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about the crones themselves: Weavis, Brewis, the other one, Weaves,
1: Bruis. Oh God! <laughs> What's the other one's name? We forgot the one damn. that we. Because the only one apparently. I can, like, I really remember is Weaves because every ending, I, I like, the ending I get, Weaves stays alive.
0: I think it's Weaves. Is, is it Weaves?
1: Wisp S. That's the
0: other one. So, Brewis, Weaves, S. Because they all have the S. Yes.
1: That's right.
0: But, yeah. So, that'll be an interesting episode.
1: It's going to be interesting, disturbing, and scary all at the same time.
0: And fun. And
1: fun. Because we actually kill these, at least most of them, depending on your ending.
0: Yeah, that's true. I technically, yeah. Because <coughs> you only kill the last one in the bad ending, right? Yes. Otherwise, she just, like, goes... Granted, to be fair, she's not as threatening when she's just by herself.
1: True. And I... To me, I think, no matter what end, like with the two endings, the good, two good endings, either, you know, Siri becoming an empress or Siri being a witcher, I would have, I would highly imagine that Geralt and Siri at some point, one or the other, or both at the same time, would go after Weavis, regardless.
0: Yeah, I think so. Like, I think...
1: Because I just think if, one of the crones being out there alive is still a threat.
0: Yeah, I think you... If- my thought would be obviously we see Geralt in the bad ending. I think Geralt would still do it if Siri becomes empress. Mm-hmm. And then but if Siri goes witcher, I think Siri goes and does it herself.
1: Oh, I'd imagine.
0: Cuz she's she's the one that fights them, you know. True. Sure. You know, so.
1: But um before we end the show, uh Toasty, what other stuff are you doing?
0: Uh I do the cyberpunk lorecast where we talk about the world and news of cyberpunk um, as well as the cyberpunk red, a live play podcast, cyberpunk, cyberpunk apostrophe D the fumbling for an almighty great gang.
1: Yeah. And you can find me on my other shows as well as this one, the holocron histories, the final fantasy lore cast and the wizarding world lore cast all on the robots radio network. So you can just go to there and find all the shows that we're a part of.
0: hmm
1: Great old times. But um, with that being said, thank you for listening to The Witcher Lorecast, and stay
0: safe on the path.
1: Thank you for listening to The Witcher Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can find us on the Ben and Friends podcasting discord where you can share your thoughts, comments, or even experiences with the Witcher lore. You can also find us on Twitter at WitcherLoreCast.